to the Back Row Dolphins Show, a proud part of the Back Row Sports Network. What is going on, Miami Dolphins fans? It is Bart coming back at you with another episode of the Back Row Dolphins Show. And we're just going to throw some things out there today. Obviously, there's not a lot of things going on in the league right now. Training camp has not quite kicked into full gear. The players are working on conditioning, among other things. And so so the big stories right now going into training camp. Number one, Preston Williams has been cleared to practice. This guy is not that far removed from a torn ACL, and he is cleared and ready to go. It would be a massive, massive get for us to be able to have Preston Williams on the field for week one. That's not all the good news. Tua, Tua Tagovailoa, 100% cleared to go. So two players that are very important to the Miami Dolphins football team. Oh, wait, that's the Washington football team. Not The Miami Dolphins are called the Miami Dolphins. But anyways, Tua, Preston, extremely important to this team. It starts to give you a little bit of renewed hope in week one. If Tua Tagovailoa and Preston Williams are on the field from the get-go, which I know Tua is not going to start week one, but if they see things in training camp and they just cannot deny him the shot to start, there's a possibility that we may see Tua sooner than later. Now, granted, the offensive line, like we've talked about quite a bit, it has to come together. Has to come together. That's the biggest training camp battle there is right now is who's going to be on this offensive line, who's going to start, who's going to gel and work together and make a offensive line that can actually get some things done. Eric Flowers currently on the outside looking in, big free agent acquisition, but he apparently is on the unable to perform list. So we're not going to see him anytime soon, apparently, which is disappointing because he is definitely one of the top five guys in the offensive line room, meaning he should be out there starting from day one, but it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. As of today, there's still plenty of time for things to kick into overdrive and overgear, but not looking great for Eric Flowers. Now, there is uh, a few other snippets of news. One of the things that made me really happy this week was Ryan Fitzpatrick basically saying that him and Tua have hit it off He's got the, uh, Tua's got the full support of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick knows his role. He knows he's a placeholder. Uh, he knows if he plays well, he can hold that place all season. But this is, this is the anti Aaron Rodgers. This is the anti Joe Flacco, the anti Brett Favre. He does not mind mentoring a young quarterback. It doesn't bother him. Doesn't threaten him. Ryan Fitzpatrick, a true team player, and this is, this is the reason I tweeted this not that long ago uh, from the Back Row Dolphins show account. And I believe my other personal account, uh, at Bark Back Row. If you want to check me out there, you can find out everything about the Back Row Fantasy Show podcast. You can find out everything about the uh, Back Row Dolphins show and among the other things that I do. But anyways, at Bark Back Row, I tweeted this uh, a few days ago that I instantly, over the last you know year and a half, Ryan Fitzpatrick is one of my favorite Dolphins quarterbacks of all time. I I mean that. I completely, utterly mean that because 
He is a team guy. This guy is amazing for our locker room. You can go back to tweets that I had uh, the start of free agency in 2019. I was pounding the table for Ryan Fitzpatrick to be a Miami Dolphin. Pounding the table. Now, granted, I wanted Teddy Bridgewater because I thought he would have been a great stopgap until we draft a guy like Tua. Didn't happen. Once Teddy Bridgewater signed with the Saints, I said, give me Ryan Fitzpatrick. Seriously wanted this guy in Miami because I know what kind of guy he is. I know what kind of human being he is. And he's a good human being. So to have this guy on the team basically saying, me and Tua's hit it off. I'm going to teach this kid everything I know. I'm going to support him. I'm going to be right there every step of the way in his development. That's that's worth every dime Ryan Fitzpatrick gets paid. It's worth every single situation that happened or slipped by. I am happy Teddy Bridgewater didn't sign with us because I would have never known what it was like to have Ryan Fitzpatrick as a Miami Dolphins quarterback. I'm tearing up. I'm tearing up right now. I love you, Ryan. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy. <sighs> I hate... I, I don't even want you to start, Tua. I don't even want you to play. Just let Ryan... Just let Ryan start for us for the next 10 years. He can make it well into his late 40s. He'll be fine. That's not true. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, definitely a team player. I, I hope to God, for some reason, he stumbles upon this podcast. And here's about my undying love for him. So thank you, Ryan Fitzpatrick, for being a team player, stand-up guy. Tua is in good hands. And I don't even think he has Allstate. He's in good hands with Fitz. Magic. Good hands with Fitz Magic. So Matt Bereda, a couple more tidbits here. It's going to be a short one. Training camp, delayed, delayed, delayed. Right now, they're just getting in shape for training camp. It's a weird year, weird season. But Matt Bereda claims he is the fastest player in the NFL, and he is until someone proves him wrong. I don't know how I feel about that, but I don't care. Matt Bereda is going to be just fine. I'm glad he's got some confidence rolling into training camp. That's good to know. So hopefully that all pans out. Now, switching gears completely, back to quarterbacks. Uh, rumblings that Josh Rosen is very much still a part of this quarterback battle I'm sorry. I'll believe it when I see it. I will believe it when I see it. I just don't believe that Josh Rosen is actually a part of the plans. Actually, I thought when there was rumors out that Nick Foles was going to opt out of the season, I thought that Josh Rosen could be a bear. And him and Mitch Trubisky in the battle of first round busts, which that's kind of unfair to Rosen, a little bit unfair to Trubisky. There's still time. They've shown flashes, although Trubisky's sadly shown more than Josh Rosen. That would have been a great battle. Josh Rosen, Mitch Trubisky, even playing field, no one could predict the winner of that. I would actually probably give the edge to Mitch Trubisky, but you couldn't absolutely predict it. Josh Rosen could absolutely be the next Jay Cutler for the Bears. But he believes he's still in the competition. I don't quite buy it. I just don't, I just don't know. I just don't think he can show as much as Tua. Tua's got that swagger about him. Josh Rosen is kind of, you know, he's uh, he's like the Ryan Leaf version of Aaron Rodgers. He's got this quiet cockiness to him almost, even though I think he's grown up quite a bit. But I just don't think he has that it factor to lead a team. Now, Aaron Rodgers doesn't need to have that it factor to lead a team because 
He's an amazing quarterback. But Josh Rosen needs more than the quarterback skills he's shown on film. So, yeah, short uh, short on news right now. So, of course, there's little snippets of, of things like that. The Josh Rosen is still a part of this quarterback battle. Move on. Don't waste your time in reading anything about that unless you are a Josh Rosen fan. I just don't think it's going to happen. So, listen, stranger things have happened. If uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick weren't a Miami Dolphin, I'd say start Rosen. I would say start Rosen and let Tua truly get in at the right opportunity. But anyways, let's move on real quick. Let's let's touch up more on this Eric Flowers situation. Just so you know, there's no clear-cut reason uh, that he's not ready to go. Six players, uh, at least at this time, were placed on the reserve list slash COVID-19 list. Can't believe we have that in the NFL. Crazy times. Long snapper Blake Ferguson. Defensive tackle Benito Jones. Cornerback Cordero Tankersley. Linebacker Jerome Baker. Defensive lineman Zach Sealer. And offensive tackle Eric Flowers are all on that COVID-19 slash reserved list. Doesn't mean they have COVID-19. It just means... There's an issue, reserve, you know, maybe there's a small injury, or they have tested positive for COVID or are on quarantine because they have been around people that have had COVID or have COVID. So who knows? But anyways, that's part of the reason that Eric Flowers is not there. Uh, There's some other guys on that list. Xavier Howard and Calvin Munson are are on that list reserve list. So hopefully Xavier Howard gets cleared soon. And as far as some other just quick news and notes before we sign off, uh, Miami claimed rookie undrafted cornerback Javaris Davis and Ray Smith defensive tackle off waivers. Uh, Davis was undrafted out of Auburn, which makes him a former teammate of our own first round cornerback Igbenogany. Mr. Igbenogany. So maybe that's a familiarity thing. Like maybe Igbenogany said, bring this guy in. Maybe Igbenogany convinced the team that that he can help them. So that's that's where he hails from. Uh, Ray Smith was an undrafted kid last year. Uh, He went to the Detroit Lions practice squad for a short time. He was a four-year letterman at Boston College. So, must be something there. In corresponding moves, uh, Dolphins waived Michael Roberts. uh, One-time deep sleeper in fantasy football, in my opinion. I thought Michael Roberts could end up being something when he was with the Detroit Lions. They also waived Ryan Lewis in those moves. So, I I don't know if we already talked about this, but I'm going to finish the show up talking about Adam Shaheen. They got Adam Shaheen in a trade with the Chicago Bears. At first, it was a sixth rounder that was coming back now it's a seventh so it ends up being a seventh adam shaheen very raw prospect a lot of potential don't know if he'll live up to it but we don't need him as a starter so it's really not a massive deal mike gasecki is the guy for us adam shaheen makes for some nice depth i love the move it's a seventh rounder and in what could potentially be a guy that has you know, third or fourth round talent and Adam Shaheen, maybe beyond the injury bug has bitten him quite often. So we don't know what Adam Shaheen brings to the table, 
but it was definitely a really solid gamble on Miami's part. I think it was a smart move, an extremely smart move. So, you know, we got Mike Gusecki, but it doesn't hurt to have another young guy with upside. I know we got Durham Smythe. There's guys on the team that we have that have that upside as well, but you can never have too much upside on a young team like the Dolphins. So that all being said, let's leave it at that. Let's get another episode rolling when training camp actually comes into play, which is hopefully soon. Thanks for joining me for another Back Row Dolphins show. Hopefully this lack of uh, NFL activity going on doesn't hinder you too much from wanting to hear at least what we've got on the Miami Dolphins currently. Hang in there, folks. Training camp is coming. I'll see you guys then.